Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, and Emily tries her best to fact check and research and include all things that she possibly can, but she is not Google. She doesn't have all the information, but she darn well tries, and I try 1%. Welcome back. I'm Rachel Ballinger. I'm Emily Brostaff. Oh, we nailed it that time. We did. We did good. Look at us go. Uh, So... Yeah, that's it. I do have one thing to say before yeah. we begin. Go. This you is my it. personal news. Oh, here we go. This is our last time having to record over Zoom. Then from now on, the episodes will be in person. I am so excited. You I have am, no idea. I can't. I hate seeing you on Zoom. I want Same to days. see you in person. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And oh, it'll be good. Oh, I'm so excited. I was thinking about that earlier today. I was like, this is the last time. This is the last time we have to set up Zoom, audio, and camera all separately. We have three things going at once. Right. Or not three each. So it's three each. It's six things going. And in yeah. person, we'll have two things. We'll have the audio and the camera and just a hug. <sighs> a hug. A hug, which is what we need in the world right now. I need a freaking right. hug. Same. Um, just we'll segue with that. I know that we have to talk about Roe versus Wade. So I'm going to hand it to you. Okay, so yeah, obviously this week's episode, we're going to be addressing the overturn of Roe versus Wade, and there are some pretty heavy trigger warnings surrounding the discussion. Um, So we did want to let you know that while we'll start off the episode by talking about the Supreme Court's decision, after we're done reporting on it, we're going to try and move on to other subjects and like even lighter news to just provide um a positive out like outlet for those who need it right now because i know i do um i've been grieving for the past two days and i think while we can be angry and disturbed and scared we can also use an escape every so often to regulate and just kind of give our minds a break so that's kind of the agenda we're going to talk about it answer some questions that we got um from our listeners and then we're going to move on to our more like typical news and hopefully give you guys a, a more positive segment Sounds good. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, all good. Um, All right. So on Friday, June 24th, the Supreme Court officially overturned Roe versus Wade. Um, And just a brief overview, um, back in 1973, the Supreme Court ruled that the Constitution protects a pregnant person's liberty to choose to have an abortion. Um, While on Friday, they overturned that decision, stating that upon further look, Um, The Constitution provides no right to abortion, and they said the right to end a pregnancy was not found in the text of the Constitution, nor in the nation's history, therefore overturning the 1973 decision. So this means that it's officially up to the states to decide whether or not someone residing within their state has the right to an abortion, and if they do, what the policies surrounding that abortion look like. So several states have already... I'm sorry, I'm a little sick right now. Several states, several states have already banned abortions um, immediately after Roe versus Wade was overturned, and some states have set heavy restrictions, and other states remain completely open. Um, so that's kind of the facts. 
um, hopping into opinion time. Um, this is a deadly and reckless and disgusting decision, um, mm-hmm. which will lead to carriers' deaths and child abuse and poverty and suffering. Um, yep. We we knew this was coming, but that doesn't make it any easier. And our rights are literally being stripped away one by one. And it does not seem to be stopping because Justice Clarence Thomas, along with two other justices, warned that in addition to abolishing everyone's abortions rights, they're also threatening the future of the right to contraception, so birth control. What? Um, mm-hmm. Um, same-sex, re- yep, same-sex relationships and physical intimacy and marriage equality. They said that's what they're going after next. Okay, listen. I understand. I don't understand. But I've always known that LGBTQ plus rights have always been something that they want to take from us. But birth control? Y'all, the straighties, y'all need to be real freaked out about that. Taking away condoms? I don't understand. I don't under How are, what? I don't know if they're going to go so far as condoms, but I know like the pill, like that's what Why? they're- Then what's the difference between the pill and the condom? Because one controls women and one doesn't. But like, hi. The world is going to continue to have sex. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That has been a basic thing since the beginning of time is sex. Why would you that? What happened to the the separation between church and state? Because why on earth? I've never understood. I came from a very religious background. I've never understood being against birth control right and neither has like i was ever taught that birth control is a bad thing i taught, was taught birth control is a good thing i was taught you shouldn't have sex before marriage but even when you're married you shouldn't you sh- you have you what you're got like sex was something that god gave you as a pleasure so right. you're supposed to be enjoying that with your spouse if you're not ready to have a bunch of kids you then you can't enjoy it therefore you're not uh, enjoying the gift in which God gave you. So from a religious standpoint, it still doesn't make sense to be against birth control. <laughs> no, none of this makes sense. I mean, it's it's very clear that this has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with children and babies, and it just has everything to do with controlling women. I saw that they want to ban oral and anal sex. Yeah. How do you ban oral and anal sex? Are they having cameras in our rooms? And then again... They are literally just trying to make it so that people get pregnant and so that people live in poverty. I don't, it's, it's mind boggling to me that this is the system we have where we have just a bunch of unvoted in Supreme Court justices that can just decide everything when the majority of America, the United States doesn't want it. Well, and it's, it's just, it's not going to stop. Like they're going to keep coming after the rights of everyone who is not straight and cisgendered and Christian and white but, or a male. But also, they are going... The, this, cis guys, the three that listen to this. Hi, love you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this does include them at this point. Yeah. If their girlfriends can't be on the pill, you gotta wrap it every time. No one likes to wrap it. You gotta well, wrap it or, before you tap it. Or if you're... you're 
your side, you know, whatever, or like even your girlfriend or even your wife, not your wife. I was going to say the men, the men who are again or who are for all of this and they're happy that this decision happened, like um, have fun paying your child support. Yeah. Have fun with that. It's going to take half also, your earnings every month. Yeah. Because this isn't going to affect the rich people because the rich people will just fly the people out to California and have them have their abortion or whatever. So they don't care. That's not a big deal to them, you know, or they it's it will only affect poor people again yep and that is yep. the whole thing because to keep the cycle going mm-hmm. well, rich rich white boys will have their mommy and daddy pay for everything and they don't have to worry about it yep it's it's so clear it is so clear what all of this is about and yet it's still happening i mean there's no, like yeah. there's no way to stop it i'm so confused well, the way to stop them is to vote and donate and protest. So like my bis- biggest suggestion, and I was going to link all of this in the bio if that's okay, but my biggest suggestion would be to call your local representatives, to call your senators and make their day hell. Like I will link a website in the bio that will take you directly to the number to call for your representative and you should pester them and leave them messages and make your thoughts very clear. Um, write letters, join protests, fight with everything you have at this point because it's only going to keep getting worse so i have a quick question so if they so the supreme court just protects things at or unprotects things at a federal level so if they got rid of contraception gay marriage so then it's again up to the states exactly yeah it always goes back to the states so what state would get rid of of birth control pills and ieds Um, all the states that just got um like really they're that yeah. angry at the same thing i'm assuming um, i can't imagine it being the same like birth control and birth abortions control and abortion yeah because well, abortion cause, because what i sorry i'm gonna interrupt you yeah because go, go. birth control the the people that are pro-life um or anti-abortion i'm gonna say the people that are anti-abortion are the ones that their main fight what they think what they've been taught is that it's killing another life okay sure which isn't true but that is what their fight is birth control stops the life from being created so it's not the same correct it's totally not the same not the same at all so because their argument is it's killing a life that has like it has its own rights to live or whatever which is it doesn't it's not a baby yet um so that's not true but a condom or birth control is stopping it from getting to each other so it is just sperm and an egg it's not fertilized yet why would you be against it yeah none of this is rational it makes no sense it makes absolutely no sense no so i can't imagine all of the states that just banned abortions doing that it's our country has become so extreme at this point that I'm not I'm, I'm not so like I'm not disregarding anything like as a possibility. So I know for sure the next thing they're going to come for is LGBT. Yeah. Yes, where they're exactly. going to get rid of that real quick. Yeah. So that's scary and really sad. This all started with Trump. Anyone? Yep. Who cuz he's the one that appointed the Supreme Court justices. Yep. So anyone, anyone who has thought that it was ridiculous and there she can't do that much or blah, 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 it's not that big a deal. This is where we are now. 
Anyone who yep. voted for him thinking it wasn't a big deal or that it was a joke, this is where we are now. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Continue. So, so yeah, the most important thing that you can do um, if if you're able to is vote um, and especially vote in your midterm elections because that who is that is who is making the majority of the decisions for our country right now. Those crusty old white men who slip into office because the older generations never miss a polling day. Well, neither are we anymore. So show up and vote. Um, and I really wanted to hone in on how important this is, your midterm elections. So because a lot of people I know who have the right to vote and who are able to vote, they only vote in presidential elections because they're like, oh, it's the president. It's the most important position. I have to go it's out and not, vote. It's the not. It doesn't do much except to support Supreme Court justices. Right. Which obviously is important, but it's your midterm elections. It's your congressmen, you know, your senators, your representatives. Those are the ones that are making the majority of the decisions for you and for our country. So just to emphasize how important these upcoming midterm elections are right now, the Democrats control both chambers. So right now we control the House and we can control the and we control the Senate but by extremely slim majorities. So this means it's easier for President Biden to get things done because we do have the majority. But if the Republican Party gains control of either or both, they will have the power to shoot down what little power Biden has left. So the Republicans only need five seats to take back the majority in the House and in the Senate. Um, it's completely evenly split. So right now it's completely evenly split, split between Democratic and Republican representatives. But Democrats have the control because Kamala Harris is the casting vote in any ties. So the Republicans only need one seat in the uh, to win control in November. So they only need one seat in the Senate. So they only need five seats for the house and only one seat in the senate to gain control in november so like i hope you're seeing how like not you but you as in general are seeing yeah. how dangerous this is so it matters your vote matters and i know so many people that make excuses not to show up to the polls and say things like do you know how many times i have heard well my one vote isn't going to make a difference yes it is yes yes it is, it is. because you know who doesn't think like that the conservative proud boy white nationalist voters they never think like that they always hit the po the voting polls so those are the people that are trying to gain control of this country from every platform they possibly can and so your vote does count it cancels out their vote or if we can get more of our people to show up we can end up winning and electing who we want so and i know it sucks sometimes like I wasn't, neither of us were happy with Biden being our option for the no. you know presidential candidate. But I mean, even though I don't support a lot of his history and policies and actions, I still voted for him because I knew allowing a Republican candidate to take office was going to be the death of this country. And like, for God's sake, we have a Democratic president right now and this is still happening. Yeah. So like if you think your vote doesn't matter, it does. So stop making excuses, register to vote, get your butt to the polls and make a difference because that's all we have right now besides um, protesting and donating. Yeah. I am privileged and I sent in my vote early in California mm -hmm. because we do mail-in voting there. Good. Um, I'm going to check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Okay. Is there anything else we need to talk about on the subject or 
Um, we had three questions that came in that were talking really to your microphone. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we had three questions that came in that were pretty good. Um, but let's do sponsor first. All right, let's check to see if we have a sponsor. Sponsor, sponsor. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. All right. So um, I put up on my Instagram and asked if like people had any questions for us. And we had some really good ones come in. Sorry. For um, like surrounding the subject. So um, someone asked if you want... Well, someone didn't ask this, but I'm just going to say it. If you want to know if abortion is still legal in your state or what the restrictions are surrounding it, um, you can visit abortionfinder.org, abortionfunds.org, or ineedana.com, like I-N-E-E-D-A-N-A.com. And I'll post all three of those links in the bio. Um, but they, all three of those websites should have super up-to-date information about whether and when abortion is legal in your area and where to access care. So if... You need that. It'll be there for you. Um, Someone asked, what are your options if abortion is outlawed in your state? So you generally have two options. You can travel to a state where the procedure is protected, um, or you can self-manage your abortion using a prescribed and safe medication at home. Um, And if you need help covering the costs associated with traveling out of state for care, um, your local abortion fund can provide financial support for childcare and airfare and lodging and gas and other expenses. And you can find information about your local abortion fund by visiting abortionfunds.org backslash funds. Um, and we'll link that in the description. And um, the last question that I thought was a really good one is, is it safe to travel across state lines for an abortion? Yes. So people have traveled across state lines and even across the entire country to get an abortion for decades now. Um, so there has been talk amongst anti-abortion legislature legislators Um, of trying to prevent people from leaving their state to do this or punish them when they return. But there are currently no laws on the books that would allow them to do that. So for now, you're good. You can find another state if you have, you know, the opportunity to do that. And if you don't, really go check out um, abortionfunds.org backslash funds. Um, And that is where I'm going to leave it besides I'm sorry this is happening and this is terrifying and confusing and I don't know what's coming next but we're going to continue to donate and protest protest and educate and vote and i encourage you all to do the same okay thank you for coming to my ted talk <clears throat> all right all right Did, ready to there... switch it up <laughs> yeah i have a news thing oh hit me with it i don't know how long ago this was Doesn't you know matter. How, like jeffree star is living on a yak farm yeah and he got a bunch of yaks as his pets mm-hmm. and then he did you know about this i thought we reported on this did we 
I think so. That he sold yak meat jerky? Yeah. yeah. When did we report on this? I thought we did. Devin was telling me about it. And I was like, this is new. She, yeah, it happened like last week. And I was like, you're so ADHD. <laughs> I'm breaking. <laughs> God, sorry. Um, I know I at least wrote it up. So either I wrote it up to be in an episode and it just didn't make the cut or we definitely reported on this. But Can you just tell a- us in the comments below? <laughs> did we report on the yaks? As Let us re- know. As a refresher. Yeah. Yeah. Jeffree Star. Have we report? When did, when would that have happened? No, I think we did. I think we did. Yeah. Because remember we were saying we were like all in support of him because we were like, yeah, mental health. Because when the pandemic started, he was like, I'm leaving the city and I'm going to Wyoming and buying 20,000 yaks and we were like yes go queen and but then, then he, really and then he just <laughs> I have no recollection of this <laughs> I think <laughs> sorry you're dying I'm dying it's not COVID it's just a bad you're allergic cold. to this country um all right well anyway go on with your news <laughs> um okay so I we're gonna I like... made everything a little lighter that's for sure <laughs> Emily I'm sorry. All right. So, yeah, we're going to, like, switch gears to our normal podcast content. Um, I know it seems weird f- from going, like, the world is ending to yak me, but we all need a little light <laughs> news right now. <laughs> um, okay. So, do you remember Jeff Wittick and David Dobrik and that whole excavator incident that happened? Yeah, he got thrown off of the crane. Yeah. So, if you don't know who Jeff Wittick and David Dobrik are what are you doing with your life just kidding but not really you probably have a life you probably you probably have a life yeah so david dobrik and jeff wittick were all apart all wow i cannot speak today we're all a part of david's they were all a part of david dobrik's vlog squad thank you you're welcome I'll do something on this podcast. You got it. Um, And so the vlog squad was known for performing like very extreme stunts and doing extreme pranks. Well, back in 2020, David tied a rope to the end of an excavator and was he suggested that someone climb up on this rope and then he swing them around. And so um, Jeff, who was David's really good friend, hopped up on the rope. And then that's when David took control and like started swinging him around at super high speeds and then stopped it very suddenly and so that caused him to slam into the side of the excavator and when this happened wow he ended up with a broken foot a broken hip and his skull was shattered in nine places and the doctors told him he was like super close to losing his eye and so he's gonna have like lifelong brain injuries because of this stunt and because of that jeff is suing david for over 10 million dollars claiming that david was negligent yeah yeah he was negligent mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. he broke that man he literally broke that man literally yeah literally broke that and man. jeff reported that david never checked up on him so so <gasps> jeff got taken away to the hospital and then ever since then like since he's recovered enough where he can you know go back to working um he i think it was on his podcast he was talking about how he woke up in the hospital and there was no text from david and then he waited another day expecting david to show up or like to text him nothing it was just radio silence from him so after you know he woke up in the hospital and there was no according to jeff allegedly there was no interaction from david or no check-in from david um they revealed that he was no longer on speaking terms with him because he was done being friends with a fake friend 
Um, And then according to BuzzFeed News, in a live stream on his Patreon, Jeff was asked by a viewer whether David had checked in on him. And that's when he was talking about how he had claimed he heard nothing from his supposed friend. And and like, that's why their friendship was over. So, yeah. Wow. 10 milli. That sucks for him. Yeah. All right. Mm. Wow. Um, And then our last big news story is Elon Musk's daughter filed court documents to change her name because she didn't want to be related to him in any way, shape or form. Um, So right after her 18th birthday, Elon's daughter daughter submitted a petition for a change of name, a recognition of change of gender and the issuance. Oh, that was a big word for Elmo and the issuance (laughs) of a new birth certificate. So she's changing her name to Vivian Jenna Wilson and Wilson is her birth mom's maiden name. And the reasons listed behind the name change on the court papers read gender identity and the fact that I no longer live with or wish to be related to my biological father in any way, shape or form. And neither Elon or Vivian have publicly discussed like their falling out and what led to this. But there's speculation that um, Vivian is doing this because back in 2020, he tweeted some pretty disgusting and transphobic things like he tweeted pronouns suck and then deleted it after um, his girlfriend at the time, Grimes, asked him to. But then five months later, he shared this, like, very disturbing cartoon on Twitter of a soldier smearing blood on his face. And the soldier's hat said, I love to oppress. And the cartoon had the caption, when you put he slash him in your bio. Like, I was trying to interpret what this meant, but, like, clearly it was making fun of people who, like, respect pronouns and put their pronouns, like, in their profiles. And then if that wasn't enough, a few days later, he tweeted, I absolutely support trans. We'll just let, we're just going to skip right over that one real quick. I absolutely support trans. Okay. But all these pronouns are a nightmare. You mean the, the three pronouns that there are? I mean, you know. The ones that have been a part of the human language, not the human language, the English language since the beginning. He, she, they. That's that's are they foreign words to him? Has he not referred well, to people by those ever? They're a nightmare. So to him, the pronoun him, they're a nightmare to him. He has a really hard life, okay? You wouldn't get it. He he has a really hard life. <laughs> you wouldn't get it, okay? <laughs> yeah, so oh. So, yeah, they're speculating that's why Vivian is is cutting him off is because obviously well, it like, sounds like she has a brain. Right, right. And, and she, 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 pronoun she has a brain. Yeah. Um, neither of them have commented on the whole situation. But on Friday, a Santa Monica judge did approve the name and gender change. So that is great. Wow. All right. Uh, before we move on to what are we moving on to? positive moment positive moment let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today sponsor sponsor and we're back all right you ready for a positive moment please baby Uh jesus adult (laughs) jesus god almighty mother nature give it to me all right so according to the smithsonian magazine a new york the new york state office for aging announced plans to distribute robot companions to over 800 older adults in the state. These, um, 
right these these tabletop devices that kind of resemble like an Alexa um, can make small talk with the elderly folk they can answer questions they remind them to take their medication they help contact friends and family they initiate conversation and help with other daily activities um so it's supposed to like keep them company and keep them on track and keep them safe which i think is really freaking cute all right then right um scientists have developed 3d printed coral reefs that could restore the destroyed coral ecosystem that is a tongue twister i love Uh, that though right so they they do this by scanning underwater photographs of coral reefs that have died or like are in the process of not making it and then they print the 3D model of that reef using very porous ceramic material and then place it in the water to help restore the ecosystem, which is and great. It like, what, what is it? I don't, what is it made out of? How does, does it like, can the animal, do the it, fishies eat it? What is it? No, I think the coral is more there to like filter and then to like provide like, I was about to say uh-huh. housing. Yeah. I don't know how to phrase that. Like fish housing. Um, and fish like housing. fish housing and then to provide them for like an, like an area to like an eco it's, it's providing a, a little system. Yeah. We're good. So yeah. Um, all, all right. right. Cute. Th- this one was like, it's not like super positive, but it's cool. Um, so a Swedish based company called Jetson successfully developed and flew their flying car called the Jetson one. Um, and one of the co-founders of the company, Tomez Patton, piloted the Jetson one from his home to his office in Tuscany. Um, so yeah, a flying so car. So we have flying cars now. With fuel prices as they are? Uh, no, no, no. So it says it's, it's powered by eight electric motors and has a flight time of around 20 minutes and can reach a speed up to 63 miles per hour. And the the co-founder said the Jetson is built like a Formula One car for the sky and is incredibly fun to fly. Most importantly, the flight stabilization system we developed makes flight super easy and we can make anyone a pilot in less than five minutes. So it's electric and it's super easy to operate, apparently. I'm intrigued. I am intrigued, too, to see where this goes. Um, and our it last- will go nowhere. I know, it's, but it's cool that it exists. We're all too poor for it. So <laughs> um, the last positive thing we have is the FDA approved the first ever alopecia drug that can restore hair growth. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So did we talk? Was this last week how Todd, uh, infant babies can get uh, anyone over six months can get the vaccine now? Did we talk yeah. about that last week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so I just exciting. keep seeing kids I know get the vaccine. And it right. Happy. Oh, I'm jazzed yeah. about it. All right. All right. You ready for our game? I'm 64% ready. Go. I'll take it. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I was scrolling through Instagram this morning when I was blessed with a BuzzFeed post titled, I'm dying to know if these first date icks would be bad enough for you to cancel your second date. Now, if you don't, right? Oh, it was good. If you don't know what an ick is, it's when your partner or someone you're casually dating does something that causes you to like all of a sudden be disgusted with them. And it happens in an instant. But it's not like something that is disgusting, like they fart on your face or something. It's like the way they fix their hair, the way that they tie their shoe, like little stupid things that are, that should should not not be. Yeah, they should not be disgusting. But for some reason, when they do it, it is. Yes. Um, yes. all right. And I'm very passionate about the subject of X because I recently discovered I used to have a ton of X. Cause but, you were gay, but dating a straight. Nope. Man. These were with women. Oh, 
But now, tell me, tell me, tell me. But now, when my new boo does them, I'm like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> um. So anyway, all right. Now, before we play, I do have a rule for you. We're going to pretend that none of these questions are about Abby. We are imagining that this is before you knew Abby existed. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> JK, I'm good. Let's go. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. So if she's you- a 10, but. But. <laughs> oh, that's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. She's a 10, but your date compares you to their mom. Ooh. Would you go on a second date? It depends. See, I'm so bad at this because I'm like, it depends on what part. If they did it a bunch, I don't think I would have a second date because then that's just like trauma. That's trauma. Right, right. If Um, they just are like, oh, yeah, my mom really likes to do that, too. And so I know about it. Then that's totally fine. But if they're like, you laugh just the same way as my mom. You eat just the same way as my mom. You do all like and it constantly just like my mom. It's so comforting. (laughs) Like holding your hand reminds me of holding my hands with my mom. Yeah, let's know. But. If they were just like, yeah, my mom likes that too. And that's why I know about it. That's fine. Right. Um, would you go on a second date if they started talking to you about cryptocurrency? Oh, God. If it, it depends- was under if it was under five minutes, I'd go on a second date. I would say it depends on their reaction to my reaction of cryptocurrency. Oh, that's good. Because if they're like a douchebag about it, right. no. But if they're like, yeah, I learned about it finally. And like, you know, I invested a little bit. I'm hoping it goes somewhere and I go, I don't understand cryptocurrency and I have no, no need to. They can be like, yeah, I was the same way. It's totally fine. That's totally fine. Right. But if they're like, no, no, this is what it is. And I'm like, I don't care. And they were like, no, no. And I'm like, well, bye. Right. Just get up and leave. (laughs) Leave. Um, This one was good. Would you go on a second date if they have their phone face up on the dinner table and keep glancing at it? Um... Like trying to see who's texting? Yeah. I wouldn't. I Yeah, no. Then they're not into the date. I would be yeah, like, they're so not rude. into me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, would you go on a second date if they just called the waitress milady? No. I would. No, I would go on the second date. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> I would go on the second date because that's, that's hilarious. Um, wowzer. <clears throat> Sorry. Um... Would you go on a second date if they've mentioned their ex three times so far? Oh, my God. On the first date? No. Yeah, no. Um, Would you go on a second date if they chew with their mouth open? No. That's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah, I hate it. I mean, I'd... No, I wouldn't. No, No, I wouldn't Um, because I wouldn't be able to have a relationship with that person. True. Would you go on a second date if they insist on uh, taking a photograph of both of your plates before allowing you to eat? Yeah, because of my job. Yeah. I've been doing I, I that the whole time I'm in Europe. I'm like, wait, everybody, let me take a video real yeah, quick. Yeah, I can wait five seconds. It's fine. Take um, a picture of my food. Sure. Right. Glad you like it. Um, would you go on a second date if your date got up to use the bathroom and said, got to take a whiz? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I would. I I'd go on so a second cute. date. <laughs> um, would you go on a second date if your date keeps saying, teehee, every time you say something funny? Oh, God, that would annoy the sh- No. <laughs> it would annoy the shivers out of, out of me. <laughs> yeah, mm-mm. that's weird. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Um, Just laugh. 
right. laugh. Uh-huh. I'm right. funny. Just laugh. Right. I couldn't do it because of my self-esteem. I need a genuine laugh. Yeah. Um, would you go on a second date if they just asked the waiter for an extra fork so that they could show you a magic trick? Oh, God. My brother <laughs> was a professional magician. I hate magic so much. Guard me. I do it. I think it's cute. I would want to see how into it and how good they think they are. See, I'd go on the second date if they were like terrible, but like they gave it 110% like effort. Yeah. Be like, they were go. like, I got this. And then they do it and they like mess up. They're like, ah, dang it. <laughs> but like they were proud of themselves. So yeah. If, but they, if they were like, I'm sorry, I could not jade a magician or someone aspiring to be a magician. No, it has to be like a funny thing. Yeah. Or like a cute, like you do it like every once in a while. Yeah. Um, all right. Would you go on a second date if they just sneezed into their hands? Like they go, no, you got to sneeze into your elbow. You can't (laughs) sneeze into your hand. That's gross. (laughs) It has to be elbow. I think I'd go on a second date, but I'd say like, oh, that was an interesting choice. Yeah. I would. (laughs) Wow. Why did you do that? (laughs) Um, real quick. Sorry. uh, My camera is about to get overheat. Okay. 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 All right. Last one. All right. Would you go on a second date if your date ordered a glass of milk with dinner? I would just have so many questions for them. But yeah, I would go on a second date. That's fine. Who hurt you (laughs) would be my first question. No, you know what? You want to know the thing? I used to, before I went, uh, before I cut out dairy, I used to drink glasses of milk and that's it for our podcast <laughs> thank you for joining i never will no longer be podcasting but at home i would just i would just pour a full glass no cookie or anything just drink my milk this i love officially it. my two weeks notice thank you <laughs> good luck affording the apartment you just got true <laughs> ah! <laughs> um uh, all right question um we have time for like one okay uh do you want like cute or do you wa- oh no Mm-mm. i'm holding you accountable you I owe us i couldn't think of what i tried and i couldn't oh think of a plan. God. we've we've stumped the queen all right i'll think of another one um <laughs> hmm okay this is a good one what is the <laughs> what is the minimum amount of money someone would have to pay you to eat a quarter sized live spider mm-hmm. live quarter sized live spider we're gonna pretend it's not poisonous can i kill it first live has to it go has to in go into your my mouth, mouth alive live. and not doing it is not an option you have to name your price quarter size live spider i pick it up eat it yeah yeah crunch a million dollars I literally said 5,000. <laughs> no, would not do, wouldn't touch it. <laughs> At least, uh, like, honest, uh, 500,000. I will go to 500. I would not do it for less than six digits. Oh, my God. Give me $5,000 and I'm good to go. Start a GoFundMe, someone. Emily eats a live spider and pay my so rent. So what I'm getting is when we're in person, I can get you to do things for vlogs. As long as you pay me for it. <laughs> Yeah, I pay my rent with, and I'll do anything. I do that with no one at Abby all the time. I'm like, 20 bucks to do this. <laughs> right. Sometimes I don't even film it. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to see them do it. 
<laughs> we play a game we're like what are the odds and we uh, yesterday i had to eat a bunch of chapstick <laughs> <We're> just... <laughs> oh you didn't even film it <laughs> that hurts my heart if you're gonna do something stupid at least film it so you can profit off of it it was in a moment it. it was in a moment i had to eat it without thinking and what was the like what'd you get for it nothing so it's this game where <laughs> it's really stupid and i when they explained it to me i was like i'm never playing this i'm never playing this game this is the stupidest game in the world i don't win there's no winning right. why would i play this and they were like you just end up playing it and they're like just trust us so Devin and abby were playing it and finally i just joined in because you can't help it because if you want to ask people what are the odds of them doing something you also mm. have to be okay with it happening to you so you go what are the odds that you'll jump in the ocean right now and they're like one in a hundred and then someone else goes one two three and you both say a number and if it's the same the person has to jump into the ocean but if it's different and so what you can do is like if they're like what are the odds you stick this thing in your mouth for 10 seconds and you're like one in 10 like i don't really care about doing that yeah so like the lower the odds the more chances you'll do it but so <laughs> abby put chapstick on i didn't realize it was melted and it smeared all over her face and i wiped it for her and it was all on my hand fingers so i had like a a quarter size glob of chapstick on my hand <laughs> and zara goes what are the odds you eat that and i was like one in ten and abby's like one two three and we both screamed ten and i was like <laughs> the chapstick yeah. so it all happens super quick it's really stupid i love it though yeah it's fun it's like a, a semi-harmless game yeah so if because if it's something you really don't want to do you can be like one in a million right or like one in a thousand one in a hundred it's it's the odds are insanely small that you would actually end up doing something. But, Cute. and then sometimes Abby wants to do it. So she'll be like one and three. <laughs> one and one. <laughs> one and one. One, two, three, go. <laughs> one. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's, I think that's all the time we have for today. But what are the odds? It's a fun game. I like that. Yeah. We should play it when you get back. Yeah. You can also pay how much, could, how much, how much could I pay you to do this thing? And then you can negotiate. That sounds more up my alley. I will do anything for a buck. Oh, goodness. We we'll, make it a fun. we'll make it a series. What will Emily do for a dollar? Yeah. yeah. That'll be good. Oh, all right. Well, that's it. Do you have anything else to add? No, that's it. All right. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. If you have any questions concerns comments please leave them below please subscribe or follow us on whatever listening thing you're currently listening to us on and we will see you next week in person all right I'm, wow i'm so excited I'm excited yep i love you guys and that's it bye bye Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Starring Sunita Mani and Alexandra Ship, the New Realm podcast, The Co-Founder, follows two young women of color in the cutthroat world of Silicon Valley and the hijinks and hilarity that come with it. Valerie and Juliet are best friends and business partners whose video game startup is on the verge of failure. Between running out of capital and being belittled during their fundraising meetings, 
how are they supposed to gaslight, gatekeep, and girl boss? I mean, live, laugh, love in these conditions. Enter their plan for a fake third co-founder, a white dude, of course, to help them raise the money they need. But when he starts scheming to take over their company, they'll break all the rules to save it. The co-founder is full of snarky banter, friendship goals, and twists that just keep leveling up the story. Be sure to listen to The Co-Founder wherever you get your podcasts or visit realm.fm for more information. 